0: So in the Bible, who does God use the most for his messages? Who does God use the most? That's what keeps playing in my head with God lately when I keep asking him, why do people not want to hear the message? Why do people only want to hear the message if you're in churches? Or why do pastors only want to hear the message if it's their way, God, not your way? You'll let it, the whole congregation will s- sit down and listen to them talking about all these people that came forward like Noah built an ark and they thought he was crazy. And on the ark you put two by two. And imagine those people that maybe could have went on the ark earlier if they just said, hey Noah, you know what, I'm going to help you. Do you think God would allow allowed them to go on the ark too? Because they stood up and said, you know what, you might be crazy, but I, I feel like you might hear God more because... They do say that God works in mysterious ways, and everybody's trying to be so perfect. Why is God, is everybody trying to be perfect? And I realized when I was turning to God, I thought you had to be perfect. So I could only imagine people that had seen this glory of God, seen the miracles, in healing everyday little actions that you see how real God is, and then when you finally get everything that you wanted even more and i'm talking to all these people whatever it is that they wanted they wanted to be famous they just wanted to have a family They just, whatever it is why are they not preaching about god now they're trying to be perfect because they think if they're perfect then no one will know their secrets that god helped them during their worst time and then god will still help them during their best times but how long will they hide their secrets with that door closed before that door comes open and exposes all their secrets and that's what i feel like people that maybe follow god get lost and think you have to be perfect so then they put this facade this (coughs) math a perfect especially pastors because aren't pastors supposed to be basically all those things that are written on the fruit of the tree patience kindness Joyful, all those things, compassionate. And then when you are changing and getting closer to God and they're not being that instrument, you have to ask yourself, why? And it's kind of like where I worked before and why I could not teach yoga anymore. When I told that owner how amazing God was working in that studio. Hence, because he wasn't in there, didn't know how much we were talking about God because he wasn't there for six months. He wasn't present. And then he told me, Debbie, that's not God. It's something greater. And that's when I realized there's two sides in this world, a darkness and a lightness. And that darkness wants you to be that person that it says, I believe in God and I have so much, but I hurt so many other people. But you can't do this. You can't do that no one decides what sin is worse is a sin being sexually or sexually active versus eating a 20 ding-dongs and throwing up any different sin in god's eyes because you're hurting your temple so if you look at a sin as just hurting your own temple that sin or hurting somebody else's temple as a sin no matter we don't need all these rules when you have rules where's all the rules in the bible the rule in the bible that john was trying to preach which is stop eating that meat stop and i see why they're stopping the meat because they put stuff into the meat that will change your mind change your change your whole body i know from fasting to not eating meat and then not being careful about what meat i ate changed my body changed me from having issues as far as withholding water um, my stomach hurting, tiredness was having to do with what I started taking back into my body because <clears throat> that was the one thing that changed was the food intake. And that's kind of with God. You've got to be careful what intake you're taking with God, who is being your person that you're hearing God from. And when you shut out everybody else and you say, you know what, God, I'm shutting the churches, I'm shutting my friends, I'm shutting everyone out for a minute and trying to figure out who you are, God. Who, are you, who did you design me to be? Because you're not going to design me to be like everybody else that they're trying to make everybody else look a certain way, act a certain way, behave a certain way. When in the Bible it says you're supposed to behave in what? Joyful, compassionate, loving. And forgiveness, but you can only forgive somebody so much. I think that's what people are banking on, that God's forgiveness, because I know God so well. So it's okay if I take advantage of somebody who doesn't know God very well and confuse them from my actions. Because they're not at the same playing field as you with God. And that's what you have to remember. And that's why you have to tell people, I am a sinful person in your eyes, whoever's judging me those are your eyes but in my father's eyes i'm not sinful i'm his child that he's trying to help heal and move forward because nobody else was around to do it or the ones around you just want to give you a pill the ones around you just want to say suck it up don't go back into the past you don't need to look into the past look into the future just do one day at a time Well, God doesn't say that. God says you have to know all your emotions. He wants to hear your anger, your sadness, your crying, your happy. Because when you can cry and laugh through the tears with God and be like, I can't believe this just happened, but you know there's something greater, that's when God enters your life. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect, but guess what? At some point, I honestly believe it is heaven on earth when you realize that God's Lord that you did the work, and you might have upset a lot of people along the way, but they were really out of your boat with you, wouldn't they support you? Because when you're trying, when you step out of that boat and you're trying to not to drown, you will grab onto anything that looks like a god in a lifeboat. But in reality, they're not a lifeboat. They're the ones trying to pull you back into their boat and get you to behave the way that they want you to behave. Because they're too scared that if their truth is revealed, no one's going to be, oh my gosh, Well, maybe they're going to be ridiculed. Maybe you're going to be made fun of. Maybe your truth is going to hurt a lot of people and you're going to realize you weren't an honest person. But until you turn to God, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. They're still going to think you're crazy. But when they see God working in your life and and God starts working in their life and they're going to have to come back and be like, wow, you know what? God is real. I didn't realize he makes you do things. Because people always say God will test you. God will test you if you're going to do something for him or you're going to keep your mouth quiet. He's not going to give you an opportunity to be there and not do what he wants you to do because that's just an excuse to say you're scared. Or that's an excuse for people to say, Debbie, when they told me, Debbie, you can't do that. Um, You're telling me I can't do that. But when I do it upstairs, guess what? He gave me my eyesight back. When I did something for him that was out of the box and went to a church and laid hands on somebody and let them ridicule me, it wasn't about me. It was about them. Why aren't you helping someone who's going through a transition with God because she has to go to a class or he has to go to your class in order to do it? You do not lay hands. I didn't know why he put me there on people in the middle of a church. Let anybody walk through those doors. You don't know what they're going to pass. And the people laying hands on you, if they're not willing to help somebody in need at that exact moment, are they really working for God or themselves or is it a show? Because Jesus walked by everybody and he helped whoever came in, even that girl with that bloodiness that nobody wanted to touch. He helped her. And how do you think she ever found love again? When all those times nobody wanted to do things and then now that she stopped bleeding and then she turned into this beautiful person they thought in their eyes... How would she trust anyone again when it was Jesus who saved her? When all the doctors, all her friends didn't want anything to do with her, <coughs> and that's how I feel a lot of times with the the lady with the pad. That once you see God's and they realize that God is real, then they're going to come to you because God says you, you have to forgive everybody and pray for everyone. Well, that's not what Revelation says. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what they did to Jesus. They didn't give Jesus a second chance and put him, say, hey, you know what? Let's have all these people speak up for you of how you changed your life and you didn't ask for money. You didn't ask for glory. You know how long that line would have been for Jesus? He didn't get a fair trial. We will give OJ Simpson, who we know killed them, a free a a fair trial and it wasn't even a fair trial because guess what in a court with his peers what he wasn't even brought to jail but these women these these ones gave them money so who's right and who's wrong just because you have a better lawyer than the one who didn't do it gets go to jail one doesn't guess what if you got your actions for whatever you did to that person happened to you immediately and there was no court you want to see how quickly this world would change You can't even trust, unfortunately, the police. I didn't realize I always was under the assumption of when they were saying they fund the police, how wrong. But then I realized when I've talked to different police people, highway, CIA, all these other people, they don't really care. They say it's not my problem. I'm not involved. That's somebody else's. Case, that's somebody else's. Um, No, when you got up there and you put your badge on, you said, I am going to protect the community, the world, not just that person you arrested. And I realized that when I went to cops that I have known a long time and said, hey, this happened, and they're not caring, it made me realize they just care about the arrest and put them in jail. And they don't care if their other brothers and sisters that are in the force are doing the same thing or they're there for the right reasons or wrong reasons. Because if they were, wouldn't things be a lot different? And when I, until I had a personal experience with it, and maybe that's what God wanted me to see because wanted me to see that there is another side. There is another side that we give people, criminals, glory. And you know why we're doing that? Because the devil wants the glory. So if we gave someone like George Floyd the glory in robbing, passing $20 bills, where was his mom at that time to give him real money? Because I know the city of Minnesota gave her real money, so why didn't she think? No matter how old her son was, she has the money now. She doesn't have, but she doesn't have her son. But she's happy to have that money. She didn't go trying to help him before to not pass that twenty-dollar bill, fake. I said, "Hey, babe, I know what you're doing. Here's some real money." He said, "Before he got that truck, he's going to die." And his friend even said, "Hey, dude, like let's not do this." And guess what? Because the devil was already working with him. And that's where the world is confused because when innocent people get arrested, they go to jail. They go to things, but nobody has, <clears throat> nobody has anything for them because guess what? I realized it firsthand because it's not important to the devil. It's important for God to say, hey, look it, you can get a black man killed by a white man who was doing a crime and nobody, everybody stood around. For me, I got dragged out of a black church with six black people for never asking for me to leave in my own community six people dragged me out and two cops were there and one and the other one just let her take me and not listen to any statement they took a statement from a white man saying that that's what happened and then I realized that where I live there's even corruption Because if there wasn't corruption, how could a girl who weighs 110 pounds be carried out of a black church with over 100 people and it live, and they're telling me that they're praying for me over the devil overnight, for it to get out of me and to come. And the day before that, I asked a question. And that's how God works. You put stuff in motion, but he'll protect you. That whole time, he protected me. They couldn't get the cuff off of me that the church put on, but the whole church congregation didn't come out. So do you think that whole church by that pastor preaching on that Sunday about disruptions in churches, disruptions in people, evil in people? Well, my evil message to the pastor who wasn't even preaching was, can you just tell your congregation, since there's so many in your community, to treat people how they want to be treated? How did you leave that person love like Jesus? That's all we have to preach is love like Jesus. But they're scared because if everybody loves like Jesus and we all hear Jesus' voice, we will realize that pastor up on stage doesn't even know God anymore, that when he found God, he used it for his glory. He has a bigger house, he has nicer cars, and the people in his congregation he didn't even talk to on Christmas Eve. He took the day off because he, wanted, he felt like he were overworked. When you're working for God, you don't get a day off. If something, if he needs you, you're going to get your butt up and you're going to go to where he tells you, not just to the stage on Sunday and preach. Because if one of your congregation members are, did have the devil in them and they come up and say, I have a message for you, why did not you sit down and talk to that person and guide them? Or are you so worried that you're going to guide them that they're going to call you out on your own truth? Well, that's a great thing about lies. Like God says, lies are always exposed. The truth always endures because the truth you don't have to remember. The truth which has come to you, you don't have to write it down a billion times. You don't. You're not going to change from one minute to the other. The camera. You can't change a camera from being high tech to the next day it's not working. It doesn't work that way. And that's how God wants everybody to understand that you might have had god's glory at once and been protected because a generation protection is real is a real <laughs> but when revelations ends he gave it back to the gentiles and who were the ones that were speaking up the whole time called crazy in the new testament in the old testament they didn't want to believe that they could hear god they didn't want to believe it and who was the one telling them they wouldn't want to believe it the pastors the priests the government because they're worried if it, god is real we are in trouble We are in so much trouble and people think it's just because you're going to be okay because you're a good person. You're not a good person doing bad things. It's like the monkeys see no evil, hear no evil. You have your eyes closed, your mouth closed. You saw it all and you didn't speak up at that time. So you don't think God's going to go back and pay a reel of your life and say, that's okay that you didn't stick up then, but you did all this great stuff now, but you still kept that in the treasure chest when somebody else needed it to save their own life. And what did you do in turn? You were too scared because you know how real God is. And you think if you just hide, the devil wants perfection because if you try to be perfect, you will never be perfect. Why did Judah leave God because He couldn't be perfect. He couldn't understand how God could be so perfect. Or maybe they saw how God did, Jesus was behaving and they said, how can you have this glory and I don't? And so He wanted to go be perfect. So they would turn to Him. And Jesus says, I don't need to be perfect. I have my God's love. And that's what the devil wants you to be perfect because he thinks that's how you get God's love is to be perfect. When in turn you don't have to be perfect. God will love you just the way you are. People down here will not. And that's what the that's what you have to understand. It's not about a person who has a cross on their neck. It's about how do they leave you? How do they leave other people when you're with them? Do they put their trash away? Do they throw their food away after a movie? Do they put their grocery cart? Do they say good morning to people? Are they too busy on their phones? Are they honking? Are they flipping them off? I've done all these things. I can say it. I don't preach about anything I don't say. I don't do. I haven't been there before. I used to be scared all the time. Until God walked in my life. I used to be scared of what I'm going to do. Because of what people would say. But then I would look at them and be like. <clears throat> Me sleeping with someone and you lying to your husband. About who you're talking to on the phone. Um, how, do you, how, how, is, how is God not going to bless my mess. But he keeps blessing your mess. Oh because your grandparents. And them, and them and them and them and them. And them and them and them endured so much. But you haven't endured any. Because no offense. And I'm going to offend a lot of people. my girl who's african-american who i've known for 15 years and never once when we went out her husband's a fire captain paid i always paid she always assumed for me to pay a single mom with three kids always paid never once did she ever pay and she was the one who would go to church and she was the one who would ask guys for dick pictures she was the one that would tell me about what she did and that here her, her husband still taking care of her doing all this stuff and i'm the one with the mess and that's what people of truth don't want to come out it's in little households. We're not talking big superstars or truths. We already know the Kardashians' truths. You already know there's no way your body is going to look like that and you're not working out every single minute of the day. Ask any bodybuilder. It's not possible. Your boobs are going to go up, <coughs> get bigger or smaller. Just like this girl who walks around the security guard, Janet, and my plan packs, she says her boobs are real as real as day. And you ask any man in here, they're like, no, no, those are bullets. You don't be set at 68 years old and your boobs are still hanging up to your chest, to your neck. It doesn't happen. But people will tell lies like that and they'll say that they believe in God and you're looking at them. and You're like, but you believe in God and you're telling me your boobs are fake. We can see it. And you're telling me that God's not going to bless my mess for smoking weed. But you're lying to me. And he's blessing your mess. That's because your generation curse, because you got protected, because guess what? He gave all those NBA, those football players, all that money to help everybody in their community. And who did they help out themselves? Who did the Kardashians help out? She wants to build a safe downstairs in her house. For whom? For what? Why do you need that much stuff? Why? Why? You have one neck in 365 days. You do not get that by working out you do not change your body your hair i mean that's so much time to spend changing your hair i put off putting my hair on for 3 like, cuz it's a 3 hour appointment so if you have to change your hair that much and that much makeup all that time where's all that time spending with your children they have all these kids where are that where is that reality when you have a reality of a whole shaft of people raising your children, no wonder our world is being confused of who they are and what sex they are because it's coming from Hollywood because the people that are watching their own, that aren't watching their kids have people who are jealous watching their kids and then they hurt their kids because they don't want to see their kids get the glory. It's how the world works. And if you guys don't see that, shame on you because if I had all the money, million dollars, there would be been no way that anybody would have ever had my children out of my sight, period. Period. And why you have billions of dollars, Hollywood, and it's more important to go make a movie than hang out with your kids, but then women will be like, you know, like my sister will say, I work as a flight attendant. She complains about work. She complains about it every day. She'll try to get off as much as she can. But I want my daughter to know you can make your own money. Well, when you're married, there is no our money, my money, it's our money. When you're married, it's ours. There's no more having to prove to the world that you're this badass woman, ladies, if you're married to a man. What are you trying to prove? You're just trying to prove to yourself that you're not good enough. Because when you're with God, you don't care. And I've had it all. I've had nothing. And maybe people will say, it was because you don't have anything, you're saying it. Well, that's not the case because I know I'm going to have it all again. But I don't want it in the same way as what I wanted. I don't want the fake boobs. I don't even care before. It's like if my husband wanted them, I don't even care because he should love me for who I am. I'm not going to make him get his dick bigger. Because it's not about the boobs. It's not about the outside. It's about what's the inside. Let me see your history. Let me see your phone. Let me see your Instagram for the last five years. Let me see your Facebook for the last 10 years. Who are you? Because that's who you are. Because you're going to see all this stuff and be like, I didn't know you like to roller skate. never seen you even roller skate once, but it's all over their Instagram. I do love roller skating. I didn't know you love to vacation. It's all over your thing. I didn't know you love dancing. Oh, you don't ever go dancing, but your video shows it. You dance all the time. Oh, that's only for 30 seconds for the video. Oh, I thought you liked to go in the water because that sh- video I saw you in the water, splashing around. You don't like to get your hair wet. Oh, you don't want to ruin your makeup. But in the video, it shows all this cool stuff you're doing, but you really don't want to do it. You're just doing it for a 30-second video for the world. You gotta get yourself all made up before you even walk outside of the house. I used to be that girl. I had to get i not makeup, but I used to have to get I have to shower now. I'm like I don't care. I will go outside looking like a mess. Because guess what? My God upstairs says I'm beautiful. And it is inspiring others that you can just go outside for a minute and not be perfect. And then my mom going to say, don't put other people down, Debbie. <laughs> then don't get mad at me for saying it because I feel like you guys are putting me down. For not living up to the expectation of having boobs, of having a perfect body, of not having stretch marks, of having wrinkles, not having wrinkles, not having the makeup on, putting the makeup on, my hair not being right, my clothes not matching, my shoes not matching my belt, my shoes not matching my whole outfit. I'm tired of that. I've never had it, never liked it. I've tried it. It's expensive and I'm not for it. (laughs) For me, I like to wear my same clothes for like maybe a month and when I don't want them anymore, I'll probably, now I'm going to put them away. Maybe I'll keep them, maybe I won't. But like my favorite outfit is my overall outfit that my son and me bought when we dropped him off to college. He said, Mom, I don't really like wearing overalls. And to me, that's why I wear my overalls. For my, remind me of my son. So think about it, why are you putting that makeup on? What are you trying to hide? Because you're not hiding anything from your family. You're not hiding those things. They see it. Those little kids see it. And what happens is when you lie to people, your little kids have to lie. And they have to keep your secret. And that's coming back to the Kardashians. They know that glove fit. They know OJ Simpson did it. So why do you think they're all jacked up? Because not one of them can say, hey, guess what? OJ did it because that's their family's secret. And you know it. So just say it. Just say all your truths to it. And maybe they'll inspire the rest of the world her husband already tried to open up that door with her abortion and we're, were that God, that I'm shameful for it. You cannot be shameful for it and be in the public eye and talk about God. You cannot be shameful for anything. A sex tape, be like, yeah, I had that sex tape. I only did sex tape on ecstasy. Well, God, Kardashian, I didn't even sober because guess what? I was into that guy so much that if that's what turned him on, I don't care. Bring the sex tape out because they're the ones that have to be doing the work, not the ladies, because I don't understand when I watch these videos and all you ladies are doing all this stuff. Seems like a lot of work to me to get the men enticed to even have sex with you. And for me, I'm just going to say God's going to be mad at me on this one. But whenever I was with a guy, when I would not suck their dick and not have them go down on me because that is very, very personal. No offense. And if I have to suck your dick the first time I'm meeting you, then I must not be that sexy. I must not be stimulating your mind. But with me, I've slept with over 50, 60, 70 men in a period of time, and I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sorry, I guess. Sorry, not, because they were really great men. And I didn't have to suck one of their dicks to get them off to have have sex with me. Mm Mm-mm. Maybe I should have sucked their dick if I wanted them to buy me a car or pay for my rent or something. But since we were just both like... Vibing on each other and just went home took that vibe and let nature takes its course not about a sex show most of the men I was with we talked a lot we talked during sex we talked during the act of it we talked after we snuggled we talked it was a relationship for at that time of healing whatever portion that we needed it and then we moved on it wasn't about wanting something for them to provide something um monetarily with money. At the time, it was something about emotional, spiritual connection, bringing a different layer of who that woman was as a single person out, who this man was, helping him grow a little bit, talk about their feelings too, about their exes. I've heard about more exes in my life, and sleeping with men, and it didn't bother me, that a lot of them went back to them, and it doesn't bother me. To me, I have to ask those women, why you let these men even go half the time? Because you thought your friends didn't like them. Your friends didn't think they were good enough. Your friends, right? Well, he got upstairs and said all his sons are really good men if they follow him and how they treat you. But they don't have to go to church. They don't even have to ever walk into that building to know who God is. None of my kids will ever have to walk into a church again. Because guess why? Me getting arrested into a church in my community, we couldn't even go on Christmas Eve. Because my kids laughing. And- your picture's up in all the churches. And I said, how sad But a community of people that didn't look like me made me scared to go to church now. And do you think God's happy about any of that? About someone who's so eager to spread how amazing God is? Not to speak what your truth was, sir, that you molested children. Because he told me, as soon as he walked by, what that man did, that black man at church. Because the way that he stood at me and tried to intimidate me, showed me the way that he treats women and children with intimidation. And it stood there, intimidated me. And that's when you see people's truth. When you're in line with God and you ask God to give me clarity of who this person is, they don't have to say a word. Their body actions and their eyes speak at all. It's not a special gift from God. It's being in tune with God, with people. And God protects you from them. Just like when you walk by someone on a a dark street and you can either smile at them and you feel safe immediately or you grab everything and you run and you pray and God, please get me to my car safe. That's how I felt in that church. Was please God, just make me home safe. I will do whatever you want me to do. But I know you have me how could a girl be carried out of church peeing her band screaming and not one person said a word and they said that video is different and your question should be we live in a community where they handcuff you at a church church has handcuffs and the police said it was okay and i didn't even ask the main pastor and they're the ones that said that they were praying for me and the gentleman that came in when I went back to grab my Bible before church started, said, why, are you come, why did you come back in? As they he held my neck, looking straight up. So I wouldn't move. And they tried to get my backpack with the off of me. They thought they had it all planned. But God hears all conversations. And when you can't get the cuff off of a silver off of somebody, guess what? A lot of people have to be called. And there's a lot of people that you don't know that know God. And as a man who cut the cuff off of me at the West Detention Center, told me, don't worry, you're right where you're supposed to be. So you want to tell me how God is not real. God works quietly. The devil works loud. And that is my truth today with God. And now I'm crying, and now God's going to tell me that it's okay. That it's sunny, and the mountains have snow on them and have those clouds just hang in the air so freely that of course God is real because they said it was going to rain all week even crows, let's say they're bad still use God, they use the air to fly even the devil still uses God's air that's free to breathe so ask yourself for the air that's free to breathe and you go upstairs to heaven and God asks you, "I gave you said, God you didn't do anything for me he goes, I gave you the air that you breathe and what did you do with it in return? You passed out evil. You hurt people. You didn't speak up. And the worst thing is, people are hurting children. Because I went to Baker's drive Through that night and there was a license plate 007. And the gentleman at the window, Carl, a young African and black man, said, are you, are you a Christian? Or do you believe in Christ? And I said, yes, because you should go to my church. I put living on Sunday, tomorrow. And I said, oh, okay. That was the second person that invited me. And that's why I went to church that day. Not because I wanted to, because the devil invited me so that my eyes could be exposed because God knows what's going on in that place. And if it wasn't, they would have just asked me to leave and I would have turned around and left. But I didn't think that's what churches did. Never thought, imagine if they had their way, the cuff came off easily no one else had to get called West Attention Center she would have brought me up to Lake Arrowhead where the man who works at the coffee shop badass coffee works at and they would have put me in a 5150 hold and locked me up but they didn't get their wish and now I'm like I'm almost scared to leave my house because what if I speed and that officer Cavo, cat this woman that was the meanest woman I've ever met but when I called 911 the other officer brought her back and she intimidated me a kid, what type of women do that to each other she never once asked me my side what happened I told her in that police car there she took a statement from a white man an old white man that I never even met and I told her I, said, I don't know that dude I've never seen him my backpack was on me I had 10 people holding me in the courtyard down and a man holding my face up so I couldn't look down and told me to stop crying Well they were still preaching inside about disruptions and the disruption of the devil and all that was was Jesus was trying to tell them that you need to treat others because if a pastor asks you what you need to pray for if I need or somebody saying they believe in God what do you need a prayer for? They don't believe in God. They don't hear him because they're not being truthful to him. Because the only prayers that really work are the ones that really believe in God. The other ones, he'll work them for the devil until God says, he'll get the devil to that cliff and lets him fall over, and then guess what? It's a game of who can't fall over first. They throw each other off. Just like my son said here in Rancho, these kids that have a lot of money um, are driving a fast car. One of the kids got hurt. His leg was hanging out the window. And they're getting ready to run. But the guy got it all on video. But they were taking all their shit, all their car, their expensive shoes, all this stuff. And leaving the kid there telling him he wasn't going to be okay, bro. And ran. I didn't you see that on the news. All these white kids run, leave a kid hanging out the window. It's just like the story on my Instagram with one of my son's friends. The, no, the only way those kids are going to get set free is with the truth being set free. And they came and speak their truth. Because their parents won't. Because they got paid money, those kids should get that money because those parents should have did their job better. Because at the end of the day, I look at my kids and I'm like, I'm responsible for them, for their issues. I am, because I didn't introduce God. I took God out of the picture for a while of their lives, but God never took their eyes off of me or the kids. And now I'm too scared not to say stuff because I'm afraid of what could happen that's why i speak up that's why i say how great god is and yeah god's a forgiving god but how long does that happen because we can't forgive each other and move on with relationships out here on the on on, so down here so you really think upstairs god's gonna be like well um you want me to forgive you for everything but you wouldn't forgive that one girl for doing one little thing to you triggered or gentle or vice versa ladies if you don't like something speak up don't speak up after the fact. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's not really being a really Jesus like at all. And that's when I'm tired of the world. Just they'll speak up afterwards. Let's speak up later. And then where did no offense all this money that George Floyd's mom got? Did she give it back to anybody? Did she buy houses for her whole family? Did she buy for but those kids that their husbands now in jail, those children? Does she not want to help out that family because that mom, those kids were innocent by center, and now their life is forever ruined. Their dreams their life is never going to be the same so do they get anything for that for her husband protecting the community maybe he had a really bad day that day doesn't make it right or wrong but george floyd wasn't doing anything right or wrong either he was doing something very wrong at the time and we just gave all that glory to him even more glory than we gave jesus on his birthday we were making a national monument of him but on jesus birthday we say happy birthday santa merry christmas in jesus name, and don't worry i do love the african-american people it's nothing like that but when you walk into a church of 100, 150 of them and not one person spoke up you might have a problem but they only have one person there talking to the cop who's white trying to say it so who's really doing the racial um stuff here because it's not me it's them because they had the cop bring a white guy out and all do white guy say what happened how he arrested me or and i never got read my rights so it wasn't that wrong too because i never even was fingerprinted processed but stayed in her cop car for two hours in front of the West Detention Center. We'll show you how to figure out how to get these cuffs off of me. Um yeah, so I didn't know that's normal that you sit in the cop car for two hours at the detention center. Well only no, have two an hour 45 minutes, and forty five minutes especially I have high blood pressure, but you can't get the cuff off of you and the cuff is hurting my fingers. I can't my human's getting numb, but there was no emergency, no rushing. But I guess that's normal. Because all the other cops that came up, the Chino cops, the other cops that came up, brought someone in, took off during that time that I was still saying in the cop, and I didn't even do anything. I didn't, I asked the pastor prior, they walked by, I said, oh, is that the pastor? And he wasn't the one talking. He said, I have a, I have a message, I don't know why, but your church is amazing. Like, I just really quick, and that's when he said, young lady, we've been praying for you, Let the devil come out of you. And I'm like, woo, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Woo, that is not good, God, because the devil was in me before. <laughs> And the devil was in me because the people in your church were my role model. So yeah, sir, so you're going to be held responsible for my beliefs of church when your community members aren't behaving in a proper way. But the devil always likes to speak. The devil always likes to brag. So the truth will be set free. And I could talk about it because it's my truth. Because if you're going to tell me, the cop, say, the SWAT cop that I talked to twice that God put in my path a second time, which he wasn't expecting, and I said, have you seen the video? Well, it's different. You didn't ask for the video. Like, you saw this girl crying. You saw my handcuff marks, and you told me that the cameras were sensational, the best cameras ever, and you didn't just ask to see it? You put that badge on. You're protecting my community, and you didn't even ask to be like, maybe I'd better, because my kids go there. We practice there. Maybe I'd better just look into my community that I am pr- promised to protect and serve. Instead, so you're going to take her word for it when you saw the way that she aggressively came at me. What if that was your wife? Hmm? Would the tables turn if I had a husband? Would I have been treated that way? If I had a black man walking with me into that church? Would I have been treated that way? No. Because he wouldn't have allowed it. And you don't think Jesus got upstairs and be upset that one of his daughters was treated that way by a bunch of people? they're trying to get the devil out when reality they're worried about what their secrets are going to be exposed because in the messengers in the bible are bringing joyful news i wasn't bringing sadness i wasn't bringing their truth because when the truth comes to them i don't have to do it god will do that that's the best part is they're all exposing their truth because one of them is going to have to take the fall and who is going to take the fall think about it. Who took the fall in the Michael Jackson cases when he wasn't around? You really think Michael Jackson was the one molesting these children? He didn't know what it was. He was childlike. But these parents couldn't explain to their kids when they are older why they are all messed up. It wasn't Michael Jackson per se. It was people in his camp doing it. He was oblivious to it because he was so happy with his own life because that's what he made. He designed his life to be like that. He didn't want to be around people his own age because they didn't understand him because they didn't understand that god was working in him and then now this comes out wait till you go up to heaven and it comes through that you'll be like whoa i can't believe because we're still listening to his music and these parents are the ones that should have came out prior they're the ones that should be in jail for allowing them kids to be in that situation not the one yeah the one doing it but the parents that are allowing what did they gain they gained money they gained trips but what did their child lose that's what you have to look at it that's why me I work for the children because I look at those children what are these children losing just like the house I was staying at all he wanted was an art e- easel board for 35 bucks we went and I'm like why don't you want it I haven't been drawing well why haven't you been drawing I don't know I've been depressed why have you been depressed my mom lays in bed all day I went out and got her an easel and gave it to him and said don't tell your mom I know he would it wasn't 30 bucks but you'll go buy it yourself you'll go spend all this money and get your eyelashes done you spend money on all this alcohol, on all these parties, on all these men, but you won't buy your kid. It's something to help them. And if you're sending to send your kids to all these camps to get out all this animosity, anger, where did this anger and hurt come from? Like, then she was telling me she's sending her kids to all these weird camps. And I'm like, does your ex know that you're sending your kids to these camps where you're, they're cutting things or throwing things or holding on to your kids to get the demons, all this stuff out of them to reprogram? Them? I mean, because I don't think I would send my kid to a camp where they're trying to pull the stuff out and out of the, all of the torture and anger and abuse. And that's when you know those kids are having problems. because you look at their parents, their parents have a problem. Of course, their kids have problems. Because they don't know how to communicate, and you think communicating and sending your kids somewhere and getting help, you need to help yourself, and then your kids will get help. Ay, ay, yeah. If you only knew, huh? But the best thing is, I don't how I can say names because I don't have anything for anybody to sue me. I can give names. I can drop real names uh, because it's my truth. So that's the best thing God told me is speak your truth. You can drop names because if people just think you're crazy, then that's okay. Because who was the craziest ones in the Bible? I don't know. The guy who came talking about Jesus coming, he, people thought he was pretty crazy. But the ones who didn't think he was crazy were the ones that he was after. <laughs> the ones calling him crazy, that's when he enjoyed it because he'd be like, look, they think they're crazy, God, because they think they're so much greater and powerful than you that nobody knows more than them. And really, I don't even know anything. I don't know anything. I just know my, my God upstairs is so amazing that if you only knew that he wants you to learn how to be just happy, peaceful, that you don't have to go bouncing out around. That's why you said, thinking think you had to go bouncing around just to help people. And God says, No, when you find your peace within, I will bring people to you that you need that can help. Because not everybody wants to help. Because not everybody wants to know how great God is. Because if everybody else knows their secret, then what's going to happen? Their lies are going to be exposed. And then He brings you back, game over. You start all over the game of life back over. It's not that you die. (laughs) Reincarnation. When somebody tells them they believe in God and they say they believe in reincarnation and spirit animals, that's the first sign to me that you really are in line with God because you have to make stuff up in order to feel better about the things you're doing. There's no such thing as spirit animals. There might be, but our, our world here isn't even ready for spirit animals. We can't even deal with being a human being if male or female. We now have it. We don't even know. So we can't even deal with a man and a woman so we need to be bringing out all these other chakras jesus personal life mary's personal life um we need to believe in this over here no we can't this is focus on god and human beings first man and female can we just focus on that start from ground zero so i feel like god just took everything out wiped us all out put us all back to ground zero but some of us been ground zero a lot earlier than all of you because we were seeking truth beforehand and that was three years ago four years ago it's not all of a sudden that these people all these celebrities that you're following these pastors be like oh my god here's all my truth i'm saved i can now preach again no you're gonna go back to ground zero and have to do the work and they know what work is entailing in that and that work entailing is not always fun beautiful but it is so rewarding so what are you going to do when god asks you today in jesus name are your kids lives worth it To get your secrets exposed to save them from not going through what you're going through for me it was and that's why I will look crazy all day long